Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Okay, we are recording. Welcome back, Gabbers. We're here on this rainy fall day and loving, loving it. it. You guys, this kind of weather, it's weird, but it like energizes me. <laughs> no, really, I don't know what it is. It energizes Actually, me to sit in sweats and turn on the Great British Baking Show new season. No, opposite. So obviously, I do love to hunker down and cozy up, uh-huh. but I actually, on a rainy day, get really productive a lot of times. It is. It, it does feel like you can just stay inside and like clean out a closet. Right. So I don't Uh know why, but I looked it up years ago and there is like some sort of phenomenon or some sort of thing Mm -hmm. that it's called something. I should look it up before I start talking about it that basically says, yeah, you kind of, um, it's almost like tidying the bunny Well, you don't feel this, this, um, tug of war for your attention and your time to like go outside and be in the sun. You're kind of like, okay, my options are inside. And then when I'm inside, stuck inside, I can focus on yeah. what's inside that needs to be done or that I want to do inside. And I think also because we grew up in the just outside the Seattle area for like a little bit of our childhood, it's a little nostalgic for me. Like yeah. it feels like my childhood mornings waking up going to school. You know, mm-hmm. it was almost always rainy. So no, anyway. It feels nice. It feels, it feels nice. It's very folly. First day of October. No, second day of October. We walked in and Brett had like a candle going and just in like um She's got like a cute nice, little like warm, cozy outfit on, but you got to be on your toes because we got to be funny and not like, not, this is not, not like a, this isn't Delilah or an ASMR like, <laughs> and then like with the trickle of the rain oh in the back. Gosh, Have like, you ever, did you watch ASMR? I what went, is ASMR? What? I went through a phase. What are you saying? What? I should say what is ASMR? Um, well, a lot of people know what it is. <laughs> I will show you some videos, but I went into like a little phase where I liked it. It's so just what like happened was soothing sounds, kind of. What happened was, um, I saw it on like a 2020 thing, and it seemed sexual to me, and I was con- <laughs> and I was like, this is weird. But then I realized it's not really sexual, but basically it's sensory. So it's like the art of sound. Okay, it stands for art sound something with an M. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Very close. So <laughs> just had to get the meridian part. Basically, <laughs> came out of nowhere. it's that tingling sensation that you get by certain sounds or visuals. It's like if you bite into a York peppermint patty. <sighs> Suddenly I'm right in the luge. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, so some people love tapping or like they'll take things like a hairbrush uh-huh. and they'll run their fingers over it where it's like. Okay. Uh, they'll do, they'll, but they have these very very um, expensive mics that pick up every little sound. Uh-huh. So they'll take a little feather and they'll rub it oh, across the mic. My editing nightmare. <laughs> well, they want it to be. <laughs> right. Then, that's the goal. And then the ho- whoever's doing the ASMR, it's huge on YouTube. They tend to only talk like this. <laughs> and they whisper into the mic. Oh my gosh. And they like enunciate. <laughs> so you've probably seen commercials. So you got really into this. I'm not, well, really is a strong <laughs> word. I just started watching some videos. I'm like, I can see where this makes people, makes feel, people feel good. Well, and just kind of like soothes you and you kind of get hyper-focused and you do kind of get that little certain ones, you kind of get that little tingling feeling, but they'll sit, yeah, they'll they'll do this on the mic. <laughs> and they'll go, rub it. Really? Yeah. And it like, I don't know what it's going to sound like on these, but anyway, <laughs> ASMR, I, I, it, I would watch it before bed. 
This is hilarious. I, I get it. Like I get it. It's like a therapeutic thing. But yeah, if your mom was like, yeah, my daughter, she makes these videos where she um like stirs a spoon in some crushed ice and she whispers. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, great. Like, what, wonderful for her. You know what this reminds me of, though, is um, there's a radio station locally that does the secret sound. Oh, yeah. Ugh. So they play a sound. It, that secret sound, okay, what's the word? Like mystifies me and my children every time. Yeah. I have tried to call in. Mm-hmm. My guess would have been wrong if I could have even gotten through. <laughs> the number's always busy. Always busy. Right. I always wonder that. I'm like, how is anyone getting through? It's just busy, busy, busy all the time. Up, I'm running to run upstairs and be like, I know the secret sound because yeah. they're in our building. Oh, yeah. Oh, they are. <laughs> yeah. That I think so I would funny. be DQ'd. They're like, um, employees in this building who run up to us may have a not, little bit of an inside scoop. Are, they are watching us currently plug this mic jack in and that's the secret <laughs> sound or pull the um, mascara wand from the tube and that's the secret sound. And it just eludes us every uh-huh, time. My uh-huh. kids will be like, shh, 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 shh. Yeah. It's on the car radio. Everyone be quiet. They're going to play the secret sound. If you got that right and make your life. But when, and you got through. Here's the thing: you have to get it right and get through. Yeah, I feel like it's like a unicorn situation. Yeah, it's true. Well, before we get started, Britt, <laughs> do we have any someday, someday you'll laugh about, about this moments? Oh gosh, that's also eluding me. Um, I have one. Okay, kind of, it's small, it's short and sweet. Okay, but um, I was at a gas station as I am sometimes, <laughs> and I had to go to the bathroom, and someone was already in there when I got in there because I could see shoes. Obviously, I'm picking my stall. Okay, go to the bathroom. Go number one. They start coming out at like the same time. So safe to say they're either taking a poop or they were just sitting on their phone. Yeah. Don't really care. I'm just saying they were in there longer than me. Yeah. So it probably was number two. <laughs> Chances are. Okay. Okay. So when we we both awkwardly, I'm on an L with her stall door. So when we walk out, we are coming a foot together. away from each yeah. other. And I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. Well, it's a worker. Okay. And there's one sink. This is a weird bathroom that has three stalls, one sink. And I go over to this. I go over and I'm like, oh, go ahead. She goes, nope, go ahead, please. So I go ahead and start washing my hands. And she proceeds to exit the bathroom. Uh-oh. And I, my heart dropped a little. <laughs> I frequent this gas station. And I'm like, in my head, I just have this question pop she's, up. She's stocking snacks. What percentage of people are not washing their hands when they go to the bathroom and returning to the workplace and touching big hunks and slurpy cups and whatever <laughs> because yeah and she, so then the condiments for the hot dog so stand. i thought maybe she stepped out because it's a little tight in there yeah and that as when i walk out of the bathroom she'll, she'll go back, back in, in. Mm-hmm. well no she was back in like the kitcheny area and then she emerged my deepest and sincerest heartfelt hope <laughs> is there was a is that sh- there was a sink the back there and that she prefers to use that one. Well, and that she was like, well, she's using that one. I'll I can just go back this. and use the employee one. Uh-huh. That is my hope. However. <laughs> it's a bad look. It's to optics, just go out of the bathroom. The optics mm-hmm. of it. When you're an employee, first of all, employees should have their own bathroom. It's awkward to go to the bathroom uh-huh. with someone who's working there and you. I know, but I think Not because stations, I'm better than, but because it's weird. You're seeing them prep your food, yes. et cetera. Yes. So I feel like it should be separate. Although I had to use the bathroom at the restaurant we worked at. We didn't have like our no, own No, yeah. Bathroom. I was going to say, I, I feel like nobody has an employee's bathroom, hardly. Right. But if anybody was in there with me mm-hmm. when I went to the bathroom, it was like I was scrubbing in for open heart surgery. <laughs> like I wanted to make a point. You're like, especially if it was someone from one of your tables. Yes. I really want them to you, see. You like get the bleach and just start pouring it on your hand. <laughs> Drinking <and> then- it. <laughs> Just being uh, extra cautious, yes. you're welcome. <laughs> wink, wink. Good tip, right? But anyway, I that has sat with me 
for a couple hours now. And I'm choosing to believe mm-hmm. that she went back and washed her hands back in the kitchen With area. A glass half full mentality mm-hmm. is always a good way to start a Monday. But I was also che- like getting my little boy a milk and checking. I did self checkout. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, well, how many hundreds of people have touched this stupid self checkout? Absolutely. And, and if they're not washing their hands, I was spiraling. Mm-hmm. I was spiraling. Absolutely. And I'm not even that big of a germaphobe, but I was spiraling. And I was watching her touch other things, sign something that, that someone dropped off. And I'm just sitting there going, Oh Cringing. my gosh. Yeah. And I started wondering how many people seriously don't wash their hands. I think a lot. And so when we were in Costa Rica, um, all the bathrooms had sinks on the outside okay. of the bathroom. And I didn't really get a real explanation as to what it was, but I almost felt like it was to publicly shame people publicly, into washing their hands. Yes. Yeah. Because if you saw someone come out the bathroom door mm-hmm. and they just breathed by the sink, yeah. you knew. Yeah. They were it was so weird to have all these sinks just sitting on the outside. You know of what these. though? A healthy dose of shame goes a long way. Absolutely. Don't you think? I think people do a lot of things because of public pressure. I do. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm working on letting some of that go. Uh-huh. But I did say to my husband, I'm like, optics are kind of important. But someone like this Doubtful. where she's like, I know there's a customer in here with me. Yeah. And she's gonna think I didn't wash my hands. Right. I, I might know I washed my hands. Well, actually, none of us know, except her. <laughs> but she might know, oh, I'm going to go wash my hands in the employee sink. But does she think at all, like, that I should she... probably let the customer see me wash my hands after I've been in the stall longer than her? <laughs> you know what I mean? I had I a think friend. That there's there's two kinds of people in this world. People who overthink and the people who under, under, underthink. I know. And couldn't we all just meet in the middle? It'd be awesome. Yeah, because you're sitting here like, don't you think that she should think? That I should be able to observe her hand washing because I will assume yes. that she didn't. And then she goes and proceeds to touch the merchandise. Yes. And then she's just like, I would love a good, almost done with my shit. You know, I would love to underthink a thing or two. Oh yeah. But I'm not that way. I overthink a lot of things. So anyway, that's been on my mind and on my heart. I think, I think there's, I think a lot of gabbers are overthinkers with us. I think that you're just drawn to this kind of podcast. And over observers. And because you guys notice weird things, you have weird things happening to you, or you get embarrassed by things because you've overthought like, oh my gosh, did they just see that? What if he thinks this? Yeah. So we know that you guys get what we're talking about. Right. And I had a friend who worked in a pharmacy and while he was going to school, now he is a pharmacist, but he one time was at school and saw a boy go in the bathroom, not wash his hands. And he was like, oh my gosh, seriously, like that's gross. Oh, but then he showed up to, to work a couple mm-hmm. days later and recognized the guy. Cause he remembers looking at him being like, that's gross. That guy didn't wash his hands. So he was now a customer. Now he's a customer. He filled his prescription. You want to know what it was for? What? Genital warts. No. 100% genital warts. Oh, you deserve those genital warts. Oh my God. If you are the type of person that will just not wash your hands. When you have a communicable disease, (laughs) you deserve that. Don't you think? Well, I guess if you're going to be laissez-faire in your hygiene, then there you go. (laughs) It probably goes across the board top to bottom, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Well, today we're not talking about any of those things. No. But that would happen to me today. It was fresh and hopefully, and I'm kind of laughing about it, I guess. But- Today, we decided to ask you guys, what was the craziest, cringiest, funniest, weirdest thing you've done for money? I was nervous I was a little bit nervous too. I didn't want to come across that we were talking about any kind of um, black market, gray areas. We're talking bets and- Maybe weird jobs. Weird jobs or maybe like you got roped into 
selling nuts at Costco during holiday season, which is something my husband has done. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. A lot of character is born out of selling nuts at Costco during doing, holiday season of being poor. Just oh, kidding. absolutely. But of needing money uh-huh. real bad. You're willing to do things you wouldn't normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them, yeah, are bets, weird jobs. So anyway, thanks for coming in clutch, but not too clutch to where we had to hear about like your OnlyFans account. Yeah. Because that wasn't going to make the episode, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I was nervous about that. Uh-huh. Well, and I started thinking about my own. And I can't think of anything wild and crazy that I've done for money. But I do remember... Are you like making that face like I have done something wild no, and crazy? No, oh, sorry. You have. Okay. No. Well, mine's, mine's very benign. You go ahead. I was just going to go ahead and I'll share what I was going to say. Okay. So what credit card companies used to do um, back when we were in college was prey on our poverty. Yeah. And, um, and they, would, they would stand on the corner of the campus and offer you like a free t-shirt for basically applying for a credit card. You guys, yeah. social security numbers, yes. addresses, birthdays. I mean, your credit score, all of it was getting run for a t-shirt and, and I did it. Sold to Russia. <laughs> I feel like mine was more than a t-shirt, but I had a city but, bank card. Or like um, a meal at Costa Vida. Yeah. So one t-shirt, one meal, and I had like multiple credit cards. Like what in the hell and or was I doing? Yeah, your credit score was just down in the t- the dumps, you know? I don't... You guys... What what an idiot. Well, I used to... I guess this doesn't go for money, but I used to donate blood for the snacks. <laughs> Because they were free in college. Oh you would get like grape juice, Lorna Dunes, Oreos. <laughs> um, and I would be like, I'm starving on campus. I'm not going home for lunch. Until, you uh-huh. know, this is one of my long days. I'd go donate blood <laughs> for the free snacks yeah. mm-hmm. for some Lorna Dunes. I sold my body for some Lorna Dunes <laughs> and, <laughs> and grape juice. Well, yeah, I, I sold my security, car, my social security number for some sweet pork Salad and uh, Aggie t-shirt. Yeah. I feel like you maybe didn't do it for money. I So what I was thinking about on the way down is I was like, Britt was not the type that like you could convince to do something if she doesn't want to do it. Like, it, like, but it would totally depend on the thing. Well, I'm saying because like- Because if it's donate blood, no. Yeah. If they were like, but we'll pay you $10, you'd still say- no, no, because I, I have seized and passed out when I've had my blood drawn before. So I'm gonna, I, I understand cost and worth a little bit there. Right. And so I'm saying, but unfortunately, my price was low half the time, meaning free. You know that song that's like, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's me. Like, <laughs> okay, I, if I'll someone's like, Allison, I dare you to walk up to him. Like, I didn't even ask for money. I just Yeah, you should have been it. like, give me five bucks for the will. pure form of entertainment, entertainment. and attention. Yep. And that's unfortunate because I could have made some money. <laughs> the only time I made money was on the story that we told previously when I freak danced on that boy at work that I later found out was a sexual predator <laughs> that was living in a halfway house. Okay, and yes. I don't even remember how much I made. I don't remember Not either. enough to be doing I what put I was it in, doing. I put some money in the pot myself, but I don't yes. remember the total amount. Right. It, not enough is basically <laughs> what I'm saying. So anyway, I was just thinking about the differences between you and I, and I was like, so anyway, we thought this would be a fun episode, and I think given the submissions that I read, it awesome. will. Yay. So this listener said that her older brother was bored, and she was home from college. Mm-hmm. So once again, <laughs> he was preying on her poverty. Yeah. And he bought a can for his collection of rare meats. That's in quotation. Whoa. So he has something called a collection of rare meats. And I'm really confused, but it's okay. It's what she said. What saying. do you mean a can of rare meats? Everything's in quotations. Okay. Um, so anyway, she said she was willing to do anything for money, and it was right before the semester started. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'll give you $100 if you eat the can full. Then also he got out some Louisiana hot sauce for her to pair it with. Oh my gosh. Tur- Sadist. So it turns out this can of rare meats was a can of sardines. Oh. And so 
she goes, I can still smell it to this day. Louisiana hot sauce mixed with sardines and wow. choking down the entire can. That's but a she made, movement to remember. She made a hundred dollars. A hundred. Okay. That's really, I would, okay. I might do it yeah. even at this phase of my life. You know, <laughs> inflation's real bad. How big was the can? <laughs> Usually those sardine cans are actually not that big. So yeah. honestly, sardines are little. plug your nose, just wolf it Don't down. Don't even crunch on the bones. No. Are there bones in yes. there? Yes. Well, yeah, they're Sardines whole. They have, have eye- eyeballs and stuff. Yeah, disgusting. You know that, though, I love Caesar salad. And that, well, I, I could eat Caesar salad every day, I think. Here's the thing. Caesar salad is made about, from sardines. What's anchovies. Oh, anchovies. But the thing okay. is, it's a minuscule amount of anchovies that are just part of the, uh, the of dressing. The sauce, yeah. Of the dressing. You're not You're eating not an eating eyeball a full and a rib cage. fish yeah. with its full body right. dipped in Louisiana hot sauce. Right. I'm just saying the flavor might not get me. The texture would get me. Yeah, I would just but try to like, like really just slurp them down. There was a time in my life I wanted to go on Fear Factor. Oh. For those of you who don't know what Fear Factor is, if most of you are around our YouTube age. It, YouTube it. Yeah, Fear Factor because... Once again, the producers were Satan's cobblers. Yeah. I mean, they they're probably in prison or running the Illuminati at this point. But people would chicken out and I'd be like, it's 100K. Right. 100K to lay in a box with beetles. No, I could do that. And I was for like... For $100,000? And I don't know if that was... I'm just saying. I'm just using it as an example. No, they want a lot of money. And I remember thinking, that is my whole college. I wouldn't have to work a day Way more than my whole college. Plus a car. Yeah. Plus savings. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, this could change my life. So this summer after my graduation of high school, I printed out the application. It was seriously 16 pages long. Well, it was all waivers. Waivers and stuff. Like if you die from said beetles. Right. Or if you have like PTSD. Or if you, if they dump you off this helicopter and you end up not landing in the water. Right. But I couldn't believe the things that people, but at the same time being there, but like, you know, if I have to, if I have to bite into a cockroach, they'd be like, no. And I feel like I would be able to disassociate. Enough. Enough. Yeah. To be like. I'm on TV. Yeah. (laughs) I can't, I can't just bail out on TV. Plus. 100K. Yeah, the money, honey. One beetle. Yeah. Eat it. So anyway, I was ready to do that for money. Mm-hmm. So, and I think given my personality, because of the peer pressure, I probably could have maybe done it. But that on the application, it asked to list your worst fears. And I was like, this is when you this, lie. Yeah. And you're this like, is when I you're hate, like, because I'm not that afraid of heights. So I'd be like, I hate public speaking. I hate karaoke. Right. I, well, I'm like, I'm not going to put whatever bug creature I'm right. afraid of because they'll put me in a coffin with uh-huh. it. That's like when people... Um, are on The Bachelor and they come out with their profile pic and they say a few sentences about themselves. And they're like, their biggest fear is bungee jumping. I'm like, you fool. They're they going are to going take to put you on a bungee on... jumping date. Absolutely. Yeah, they idiot. they managed to capitalize on some girl's bumper car trauma, trauma on one season. <laughs> like I said, these guys are diabolical. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they know what makes good television. Dang good at their job. So anyway, a lot of people, Let's let's move on to some of these. But okay. this listener said, they were a gymnastics clown. <laughs> <laughs> What's a gymnastics clown? I know. I'm thinking rodeo clown, but different. For kids' birthday parties at a local gym. Awesome. So the irony is they hate clowns. Like, uh-huh. not not since, but like prior, I believe. Uh-huh. I had questions. I was not able to get them answered by this gabber, mm-hmm. but I have questions. Like, where's the picture and I, video? There, guarantee there's lots of pictures because yeah. parents are going to take a picture with the kids and the clown. Right. And the, a gymnastics clown feels different. <laughs> like, are you having to cartwheel? Are you having to oh, walk? Oh, I'm sure. Are you having to walk the beam? Otherwise, why call yourself a gymnastics clown? Because <laughs> like, otherwise, did you just walk around the gym and dress like a clown? No. Well, I, I just thought maybe you like would tell jokes and like honk a horn, you know? I like, guarantee break on, break on. that you had to be doing tumbling so, passes. 
maybe a backup circle on the bar. Uh-huh. You well, know? I, it probably was like this. I mean, maybe I'm just coming up with this bit by myself, this act. But maybe the clown does a couple funny things where they fall off the beam. Right. And then they nail like a back tuck dismount. Right. You know, and then everyone's like, oh my gosh. Because at first the clown's like, you know. Goofy and goofy, silly. And then all of a sudden it just like nails the triple axel. Yeah. That's, and then the that's kids skating. are cheering. Yeah. So they hated clowns and they became one. <laughs> Added for children's oh birthday gosh. parties. I wonder how much you got paid. Because Allison and I have both been gymnastics coaches. I wonder if you got paid extra to be the gymnastics clown. I kind of wonder. Probably not. Probably got yeah. your basic hourly wage. Which isn't much. No. Okay. This listener said that in elementary school, he and some buddies wanted McDonald's. So they took one of those sand-looking candles that has multiple layer colors. <laughs> mm-hmm. They used to like make them. You could yeah. buy a kit. It's a many a birthday present. Right. And... um. So they went door to door telling people that they're raising money for scouts. He said, eventually somebody bought it. Who can turn down a boy scout? I know. Did they put on their sash? <laughs> Was the candle already used? Right. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, someone bought it and they went and got McDonald's. Wow. How much did they sell this candle for? I don't know. I mean, to, this was well, a while ago. I was going to say value menu can diff- go a long way back when we were. It was literally a dollar. Actually a dollar. A dollar for like an item. Yeah. For like a burger. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, how many friends are we covering here? Right. They're like, this is a $27 candle, uh-huh. used candle. But he goes, I'm sure my my friend's mom wondered where her candle went. Right. So he was just over at someone's house. And the friend's like, how about this? <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> Let's just sell Let's, this. Let's, let's see what happens. We say it's for scouts. Yeah, they'll do it. It doesn't matter what it is. Well, I just think it's funny because most of the time, like when we were kids, we just didn't even ask our parents. It's like, if my kids walked up and said, hey, mom, we want to ride our bike to McDonald's and get some food and share mm-hmm. some things, I'd probably just give them $5. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, but we just assumed that we would have to go con people out of it. <laughs> I mean, it's probably, I mean, not the conning, but it's probably a good thing, like, to have kids try to come up with it themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, one time my friends were talking about how they were, like, um, reliving some memories from elementary school days and how one would knock on the other one's door to play and the parents would be like no they can't play until they get some jobs done mm-hmm. and so the the friend at the door was like okay i'll help I'll you help finish you your, your jobs, jobs. Yeah. and it, you, so the jobs that they described to me is the mom wanted the tops of every door dusted oh wow and so they piled on top of each other like yeah. on each other's shoulders and dusted the tops of every doorway like and i'm like wow once again, character building. I feel like now kids would be like, okay, bye. See you later. Absolutely. Yeah. They're like, if you can play, let me know, but I'm going to go see what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Well, one of the things I did for money was we went, we used to go down to the hospital. We lived by a hospital growing up and they had vending machines and like a kind of a fun cafeteria. We thought it was fun. It's probably disgusting, but we were kids. And my cousin and his friend, have I told this story before? Yeah. Oh, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. We went to the hospital and got a couple things, but we didn't have money, much change. And so we started looking on the ground and looking underneath the machine for, for change. drop change. And then <laughs> we were like, we could fit behind here. Between the wall. Scary. And scary. the vending machine. And we're like going to get electrocuted. And so we were crawling behind the vending machines and like... You know when you're, this is like so claustrophobic, you know when you're like already smashed and then you're trying to squat down? Oh, you can't bend your knees. And you're like trying to reach for the quarters. <laughs> and then it got to the point where we were going around to every break room. Oh my gosh. And we were, and one one of the break rooms had wall-to-wall vending machines. Uh-huh. And so we boosted each other up, crawled on top and behind. We could have easily gotten stuck. How yes. S- how scary. That would be so scary. Yeah, because there wasn't a, a way just to walk around. You had to crawl back up the How did you even crawl up? Canyon. American Ninja Warrior, what's going on? And we were getting quarters and stuff. And then we took it to the next level and we went up to the little old lady that was 
at the checkout of the cafeteria and we told her that the machine ate our quarters <laughs> and she's like oh and she's got her quarters right out of her little till she probably ate the cost herself uh-huh. we went and got candy and i don't remember how but my mom found out <laughs> Probably the guilt was eating me alive, and I yeah. just told her, and we yeah. had to march back in there and give her mm-hmm. money. Okay, well, this is a scam that's going on currently at my daughter's junior high. Oh, so there is a person that is going around bumming change off of people, mm-hmm. just like, hey, oh, you have change from lunch, or you yeah. have change. I can I have some? They are taking said change, going and buying sodas mm-hmm. at Costco, and then reselling them. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a scam; it's a hustle. Well, it's a hustle. Yeah. He has zero overhead. The things we do. All right. This <laughs> listener said they once took a shot of ranch from their favorite pizza place for 25 cents. 25 cents? She said, easiest quarter I ever made. Okay. You guys, that homemade ranch at a pizzeria. I would have done this for free. Um, fools. Yeah. She was like, I actually I usually. I got a quarter. I got a quarter. She's like, when I come with my family, I drink this anyway. <laughs> this is a true Utah girl. Yes. But that homemade runny ranch mm-hmm. is so good. I like little. <laughs> Like local joints, mm-hmm. it's so good. But who is this but fool I being like? I'll it. offer you a quarter, right? Cheapskate. Like, come on, at least a dollar. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna bet someone something, you at least gotta like offer a dollar, right? right? Well, and my friends and I, we never did the money. We just would be like, hey, you should do this. I just dared you to do this. Yeah, like we did get my really good friend to snort Parmesan cheese up her <laughs> nose at a pizza place. She could have aspirated. Um, she vomited. <laughs> oh my god! And I remember, I don't remember money changing hands whatsoever. <laughs> We were being super silly. Someone dared me to put a quarter up my nostril. I did. Oh, my god! Because my nostrils are kind of big. <laughs> so I could fit a quarter. And then next thing I know, she was snorting Parmesan cheese. And then we went and had a sleepover at my friend's. And she woke up in the night and vomited. <laughs> and we swear it's the Parmesan cheese. <laughs> probably. So, and that was, again, no money, just pride or just getting bets or whatever. Yeah. It's so stupid. Um, so that's what I'm saying. I look back. I'm like, why didn't I milk this? You know what I mean? So this person said, like you were talking about, this isn't technically money, but she volunteered to be a human target for her brothers to practice <laughs> shooting their paintball guns. And she's pretty sure she got like an ice cream cone or something. Oh. <laughs> and for payment. Yeah, One I mean, that her mom would have given her anyway. Yeah. You're like, we were having that for dessert tonight. At least I hope it was at least a drumstick. <laughs> she said they went to a field and she <laughs> ran back and forth <laughs> while they shot at her. All yeah. for an ice cream cone. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes you're desperate. And you want to hang out with your brothers. Well, yeah, you're you're like, okay, I can be a part of their thing and be rewarded. Sure. With a paintball to the face. You guys I've been shot by a paintball I know. in a face and it wasn't pretty. I don't I don't see the appeal. I went paintballing with Spencer once when we were dating and I just hid in a foxhole the whole time. <laughs> we know and- a foxhole. We know what kind of soldier you would have been. I just <laughs> There was nothing on the line, no freedom, no liberty, nothing. And so I was like, I'm not, I don't want to get splatted and hurt and get welts, ruin my shirt. <laughs> yeah, we always went for like dance activities and then girls would show up to the dance with bruises and welts like yeah. on their arms and shoulders and these cute dresses, you know? Yes. Okay. Well, this listener, this is more um, in the job realm. She said she tried to do a paper route as an adult. <laughs> what? One time. She said she... <laughs> I mean, doesn't seem that bad going a bike ride every morning. Right. She showed up at 1 a.m. and walked in like a fish out of water. She said, no one said a word to me. And I just looked around and followed along. Finally. Her with all the 12-year-old boys? Well, this is what she said. She said, finally, an older man pulled her into his office and said, you knew? He gave her her route, which was 
pages longer than she expected. Oh my gosh. I thought it was going to be a few blocks. Uh And then she said, then she had to wrap her own papers with rubber bands. (laughs) She was just trying to, out of the corner of her eye, watch everybody and see what they were doing and like copy it (laughs) as she's the only adult, you know? And she said, of course. How does everyone just know how to wrap a newspaper automatically? (laughs) She said, of course, they were veteran paper carriers and had their own rubber band finger protectors to avoid paper cuts that were, and they were flying through their paper (laughs) smear. Wait cuts that were flying through their paper spearing what's paper spearing i don't know they were flying through their paper spearing she was struggling but eventually oh you probably turn it into a spear oh okay she said she was struggling but she eventually made it out to her car (laughs) and she looked at the list and seriously considered just quitting right then and there (laughs) she said i am terrible with directions and it took her hours and when she finally ran out of papers she still had about 10 addresses left on her (laughs) list like what the heck yeah so she said i called the place let them know and i never returned and also never got paid (gasps) not for that morning of work no oh my gosh but it's one of those things that in your head you're like listen these 12 year old kids can do it yeah and i i could use a little extra cash i got some time in the morning in the mornings before i go to another job or something or school Mm -hmm. so i get the logistical side of it i get the practicality side of it but then you don't realize (laughs) The hard knocks of there's paper a, there's roots. There's a special skill set. Roots or routes, whatever. I remember getting recruited by some friends, like brothers, when they were like, hey, you want to help my paper out? I'll give you some of the money. They probably never, never remember never getting money. money. I remember making, wrapping the papers for uh-huh. them and stuff. And they had mm-hmm. those big bags that like went over the front and the back. And yeah. And I don't remember seeing a dime. Oh, I'm sure. Probably because they were making a dime. They're like, I don't, I don't have anything to spare. <laughs> I don't even think people have paper roots anymore. It's pretty sad. It is sad. Okay, this listener said that this was her sister's. When they were younger, her brother offered her older sister and her the opportunity to get $2 in 20 years if they smelled his <laughs> sweaty armpits. Does this appreciate year over year? Div- what are the dividends on this? <laughs> yeah. Um, in 20, yeah, if they smelled his sweaty armpits for one minute. Oh, my. $20 in tw- $2. $2, $2 in 20 years. Are you guys kidding me? No. That is a that's a fool's game. Yeah, and he had just finished playing basketball. Ew! Uh. So she took him up on it. It's been over twenty years, and she's pretty sure she hasn't received her payment yet. Yeah, no crap. And uh, she's received the trauma. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. No crap. Same sister would also bake cookies that her brother would take and sell at school, and she didn't get any money there either. That brother. Yeah, he's a hustler. Well, and he could sense which one of his siblings was the doormat. Yeah, poor thing. She'll just do it because she's too nice and she can't say no. And I'm a operator, a smooth operator. Yeah. I'm going to take advantage of her. Oh, my gosh. And one more thing. Oh. Speaking of paper roots. Yeah. She did his paper route during basketball season for a small percentage of payment. <gasps> percentage? The you get whole the whole thing. thing. Listen, brother, your benefit is that you get to keep, keep that, that paper job. route. Uh-huh. Paper route. And I so can't she- decide which one I want to go with. <laughs> And but she he's like I'll give you a percentage of my thing for doing the entire job. Mm-hmm. Holy, that's for his sister. Yeah, he owes her some serious cash. Well, this listener said she um, when she she had TMJ. Okay, and so she got prescribed Valium, which is used like for muscle spasms or to help relax or whatever. And she I'm said nervous. she would wake up in the morning and her jaw would just ache, and so the Valium actually really helped. Mm-hmm. But it eventually kind of cured itself. But she had a ton of leftover oh my Valium. Gosh, I'm I was nervous when I started hearing this. So, when we started pulling out the prescription drugs. She said oh. she sold it for $20 a pill oh, in wow. college. Wow. She's like, I guess kids really wanted to relax. Oh like, my gosh. So cool. College is stressful. <laughs> she said, 
I am now realizing I was a drug dealer at Snow College. Oh my gosh. She said, they don't have a lot of places to work down there in that tiny town. So the money helped. Please don't turn me in. It was 20 years ago. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. You were a drug dealer. Yeah. A small time drug dealer. (laughs) I would have only been in the slammer for a couple years. Maybe a slap on the wrist. Depends on how many Valium you had. Oh my gosh. That's a lot per pill. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Listen, I know she wants to act like she was naive in this, but if people are willing to pay $20 a pill, you know, something's up, you know, it's good. It's not like they also have TMJ and they just are waiting for their prescription. There is a TMJ epidemic epidemic here at Snow College. This is the silent killer. Yeah. This is the silent epidemic. (laughs) And I don't know why this is all I'm doing is offering a wonderful service to people (laughs) and changing their lives because you too can get rid of TMJ like me. Okay. This listener said that it wasn't her, but it was her sister. Okay. And they were at a wedding reception and her sister thought that the best man was super cute. Usually are. And her dad (laughs) offered her two. So it makes him the best. Yeah. Obviously you're like, I agree. You are the best. Um, (laughs) Her dad offered her $200 if she would go and kiss the best man on the cheek. Whoa. I would have done that in a heartbeat. (laughs) Wouldn't you? Britt's like, no money required. (laughs) I'll kiss the best. Yeah. Um, it would no. be different. Yeah. It's like, okay, go kiss the hottest guy in the room. How about you say, go kiss the fuggliest guy in the room. <laughs> That's worth $200. Like you get to kiss the hottest guy. I dare guy. you to kiss the groom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth $200. Yeah. <laughs> you might also get slapped. And okay. the sound. She said... She was just starting college and getting a reality check of how much everything costs. Mm-hmm. So she went over there and said, I would be stupid not to do this. Gave him a kiss on the Ooh, cheek. Good That's line. sexy. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it feels like a romance novel <laughs> whispering in his ear. I'd, I'd be, be stupid, stupid not, not to, to do, do this. this. ASMR. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Like, did I get All the acronym? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so she gave him a kiss on the cheek and ran back to the table. He came over the table. And oh, so he like afterward. You said after, afterward. Yeah, so she went and kissed him and then ran back on to the, the table. Oh, on the cheek. <gasps> I would have been like, it has to be a mouth kiss. No, the, the dad said $200 to go kiss him on the cheek. Whoa. This is so easy. This is so easy. This is what happens when you got too much money. <laughs> You're pimping your daughter out. <laughs> Was she an ugly duckling or something? Oh so anyway... He's chatting with them. He ended up being like, okay, well, good to meet you guys, etc." He asked for her number and Whoa. then kissed her on the cheek. <gasps> He's like, whispers in her ear, I got 400. Stupid. No, but listen, what the heck, Allison? What? Okay. Did you read the ending of this? No. He said, so he asked her for her number and then kissed her on the cheek. And then her dad gave her $400. <laughs> anyway, being a single college girl, kissing the cutest guy at the wedding and getting $400 feels easy. Yeah. <laughs> It does feel easy. It is easy, if you know what I mean. She was easy. All right. Well, this listener said something funny that they did for money was, I guess, growing up when they wanted to go to girls camp, they had to pay $50 every year. Is that a thing still? Don't you remember we did? Did we? I think we paid like 35 Okay. And now everything's free 99 Yeah. Once again, we're Even, just giving handouts out, folks. That's why all the things. So they said, um, so one year they had an idea, let's do Valentine's little cards to different couples in their ward and we'll sing and give a valentine for ten dollars or like bring a little flowers whatever that couple wanted them to do for like 15 bucks well somehow she convinced her sister to wear a big giant fat diaper like cupid and carry a bow and arrow when they did these valentines so she, 
<laughs> she said, I'm sure we were quite the sight, but they made it to girls camp and I think they went to about 10 or 15 houses that year. So they probably, oh my gosh. They probably made a profit after paying for girls. Yeah. Camp. But she wore the diaper. How we convinced these people to do these things, a like an adult diaper. <laughs> Where do I would you guess, find such a thing? I would guess it was probably made out of like a bed Pil- sheet. Pillowcase or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this person won some money uh, by winning the contest most pretzel sticks to fit into one nostril. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> she said it burned a little bit. And all that salt. All that salt. And scrapey. And stretchy. And scrapey. Yeah. Like rough. Pretzel sticks are, are not a great texture. How are your sinuses these days? <laughs> little saline flush. <laughs> but that makes me feel ouchy. Right. I, how come she didn't tell me how many she fit? Right. She's embarrassed. (laughs) She's like 17. Oh, right. It's like, well, what do you look like now? Okay. This listener said they sold paper origami frogs for 25 cents in second grade and made $30. What? That's a lot of frogs. I need to tell Flynn about this. Does he make origami frogs? He can make, he loves origami. (gasps) But the teacher shut it down. And I don't like that. I love an entrepreneurial spirit. An enterprising young buck. Yeah. Let him be. What's it hurting? Okay, this listener said, this is probably going to be a common answer, but she donated plasma for years in college. She goes, selling your body is fun. Now, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that is common. My husband sold so much plasma that he has permanent scars. Yeah, he looks like a heroin. Looking like a drug addict. Addict. Um, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but it's common, and sometimes you can feel like you're doing good for humanity. Sure. I think mostly they make makeup and beauty products out of it, but sometimes- But I appreciate those. Um, sometimes it goes for good. Mm-hmm. I think you're in COVID-19. Mm-hmm. If you had plasma that was COVID-19 antibodies, holy cow. I tried. I like tried to apply because we had COVID antibodies and it was like a really complicated process. Yeah. And so, but you could make a lot of money. Well, that's why it's complicated because they paid quite well. And this one, she said her brother once got $8.78. That's very specific, but I also think it's probably what everyone just scrounged. Scrounged. I was going to say eight seventy eight. It's very, very like, weird. They random. probably were like, okay, what do you got in your backpack? What do you got in your pockets? Right. And they it totaled up to eight seventy eight. He's like, if it had been eight seventy, no way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But she, he got that money um, by putting his tongue on an electric fly swatter. Ow. She, he said, he's not the brightest. <laughs> well, he is now. Yeah, he's, he's got electrified. electrified. Um, th- that would I would guess it would hurt. Oh yeah, because I mean, the, moist- not, the moisture. I'm sure it's not like the Jurassic Park electric fence situation, <laughs> but it's probably not great. But it kills a fly, <laughs> you know. So yeah. there's a little buzz behind there. Yeah. This listener said that her dad paid her a quarter to eat a clove of garlic. A quarter is not enough. No, I will say this again. A quarter is not enough. <laughs> you can't even get in nothing for a quarter these days. No. A bouncy ball at Old Navy. I think they're 50 cents now. Are they? I feel like Good they are. Gosh. But maybe I'm wrong. And yeah, a quarter. But these people might have been sending this in from like, if they're our same age-ish. You know, this was in 1997. Right. And they ate a clove of garlic and could get one of those Shastas. Right. Outside of Smith's. Well, I, oh, yum. Oh, my gosh. Memory <laughs> unlocked because I love Shasta and mm-hmm. I think we forget about it too often. Shasta's good. Um, this listener said that her mom, and this is also common with our era. I don't know if they're still doing it, but her mom made her do the wisdom teeth removal that they pay you for. So you get can basically be a lab rat. Oh, my God. Well, she, of course, got the placebo pill and was just in so much pain and i would guess that if you're in some sort of study you're not allowed to take anything else because they want to you can't take some ibuprofen before no try to numb or yeah it's like you you're dealing with it oh wisdom teeth 
I don't know why they do these studies. Like, well, you they know, gotta figure it out. You somehow. know, it, well, I mean, and everyone gets mad if you do it on a pig. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really what about an eighteen-year-old <laughs> girl who's desperate for who's money, in, whose parents poverty. don't have the best dental insurance? <laughs> but okay, I actually, my mom's frugal, and we, I got I got knocked out, and we I remember saying to her, well, maybe hey, she's like these gals cannot handle anything i feel like we're pretty I'm, tough I'm, i feel like i'm tough i've been told that i have a high pain tolerance i said we and then you said i it's fine no I, we are tough we are tough and um i said to mom i brought it up and said do we want to look into this and mom's like i don't feel like we do like she was like uh-huh. a hard no you yeah. need to just get the medicine and get through this because <laughs> i had i went to work like the, the next day oh absolutely and I, I, like, I was puffy faced and serving people chicken wings oh i was coaching a tumbling meat and <laughs> Again, money. I couldn't, you know. You're like, I got the things you do for I gotta money. I got to show up for my shift. This is the whole point of this podcast: the things you do for money. And I guess this could be one of them. And I showed up to coach a regional tumbling competition, and this, I was like trying. I still had like it was so gauze. bad. Yeah, and you can't really chew gum or anything. I think I had the gauze. I took I took the gauze out, and I was bending down to talk to one of the boys about his past, and he's like, "Your breath." <laughs> <laughs> smells really bad and i wanted to I be just like had oral surgery yeah and i'm here and i have stitches <laughs> and i can't chew so and i get paid 10 50 a freaking hour and i'm that desperate enough to come here <laughs> and then somebody asked me if i'd been in a car accident that day car well, well it was bruising it was bruised uh-huh. so they're like did you like get in a car wreck or something <laughs> Like feels like it feels like it, <laughs> but no, it is surprising. Um, because Spencer has told us. I think I shared this how he, or he was numbed but not put asleep. Oh yeah, and how it was expen- more expensive. Probably. Yeah, and he said, you know how uh, the doctor had to put his foot up on like a table to get some extra yes, leverage, that's right. and then he saw the blood splattering on his goggles. <laughs> that's and, a nightmare. And I'm like, I don't know why we're still testing this without medication. Right, it feels insane to even be awake. Uh-huh. Oh, totally. It's like very Dr. Kevorkian or something yeah. like that. This listener said that she used to get paid to work out on treadmills at Icon. Awesome job. Um, I do love to get paid to work out. Yeah. But I mean, that's Icon, why you're a fitness instructor. Icon is a little different. If you just got to run on the treadmill. Of course, I really like my bar and Pilates classes yeah. and dance fit classes way more than running on the treadmill. But if you're running on the treadmill, you're not like leading a class. Mm-hmm. Which is a little bit more like it's more high stress. Well, quite a few people, though, did this. Um going to school because there was a, yeah, there was a company up near Utah State University that, that they made treadmills and mm-hmm. if, and like ellipticals and stuff. And so they need to obviously test them, make sure they're working right. And so that was a full job. I actually thought about applying, even though I hate <laughs> running. Yeah. I hated it then too. Uh-huh. But I was like, again, instead of paying like, a gym membership. Well, I'd be like, do you guys want me to like fast walk? That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm like, I'm sure a lot I of customers talk, are going to be fast walking. I talked on these. to somebody and they were saying, you don't have to run the whole time. Mainly you're like walking, you're trying the different modes, mm-hmm. testing, make sure everything's working right. That, yeah. That would actually be great. Yeah. Because you're not dealing with a customer. Mm-mm. You're rarely, I mean. And so many of my friends would say they would just take their book and like read, read while it. they walked along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds great. And study. And they were like, and it, but the hours were really weird of the shifts they had available. Like mm-hmm. they were like four in the morning until oh. like, I don't remember what. And I was like, I hate running. And I hate four in the morning. I hate four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, this listener said that the worst thing she did for money was worked at the Walmart meat section <laughs> while pregnant. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So she said that just the juices and like oh. touching things was uh-huh. really hard for her. And then she said 
Um, they would make her go into the deep freeze that was like negative 50 um, <laughs> in there. And her, but it was just funny and ironic because her sister in law worked at a meat department at a different store. So they would like commiserate on their meat experiences. Ugh. And I said, Is this going to make me never want to buy meat at Walmart? Not that I'm like, I love my Walmart meat. It's going to ruin it for me. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, Sometimes are there things of- I should know? <laughs> and she said, Actually, no, nothing like hygienic or weird or gross that way. But mm-hmm. for to be pregnant and dealing with raw meat is rough. I think any kind of meat, anything would be a really hard job, like a butcher shop. Yeah. Ugh. I'm yeah. just picturing like when Rocky, you know, runs through those like carcasses of meat and uses them as a boxing bag or I mean a punching, punching bag. And I'm like, I could not work in that environment. Right. Well, we get like our deer, like our elk. And my husband, I went to pick up the meat and this little old lady comes up and you can tell she's just been doing this for years. She's very desensitized. And she's like got blood all over this apron as she's like ringing me up, bloody fingernails, <laughs> touching the register typing in the buttons and I was just horrified like <laughs> oh my gosh this woman has been doing this her whole freaking life this mm-hmm. and needs mm-hmm. to sit down and read a book she's earned it <laughs> get a pedicure get a manicure I keep saying pedicure I get a manicure on those on those bloody fingernails <laughs> but I think siblings have like a pretty big monopoly on what they can get their younger siblings to do for money I remember mm-hmm. friends brothers being like if you clean out my car yeah I'll take you guys to spend money like i'll yeah. go drop i'll give you a ride to go to the mall or whatever and you're like <laughs> yeah. okay and it's like uh-huh. what what it's Your okay mom it's all it you. all created a, an ecosystem that's right and you it, know <laughs> like the food chain there's a food chain there's an ecosystem that's going on with the the brother and the the younger sisters yeah. and the neighborhood kids mm-hmm. and everyone had to just play their part right and whether you were the one getting taken advantage of <laughs> or taking advantage of others uh-huh. just remember someday you'll laugh about this all right you guys thanks for gabbing with us as usual we will see you next wednesday thank you so much for all the reviews that we've been getting lately yes we've been getting um new ones like we've been asking for so thank you asking for begging for do we need to pay you guys to give us reviews <laughs> easy, just kidding easy, easy. that's no. not co- that's not kosher <laughs> go ahead and review if you haven't given us a review yet follow us on instagram so you can see the prompts for our next episode and then you mm-hmm. that way you can gab along with us yeah and i think we're going to start doing if not this coming week at least the weeks after we're going to do our halloween episodes yeah and we're going to be looking for stories of any and everything halloween so kind of start brainstorming and we'll give out the specific prompts but i want you to get rolling on get the, those on, juices flowing. Uh, yes on the halloween subject matter all right you guys see you later all right bye No. And there's some like hot girls that do it and they have videos. And so the way they're like gently like caressing the microphone feels a little sexual to me. A savory bread. She makes her own mozzarella cheese for gosh sakes. How do you do that? Hi over there. I, You're just not comfortable. I just keep I'm getting really uncomfortable. Okay. I was like, they're not gonna be able to hear you. Yeah, they are. Cause the mic's in front of your face. It just feels <laughs> weird because you're far away from me. She's saying it to us. No. My sisters. <laughs> My sisters. My sisters, you listen, listen to this. To this. That looks comfortable. <laughs> Not for me, because I'm seeing you sit spread eagle. Is, is I feel not? like I'm getting hypnotized. <laughs> and you don't like that. <laughs> I don't want to get like, hypnotized. I don't like to feel like someone else has control of my actions.